Does that make sense? Like, really, guys, does that make sense? Podcast. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Does That Make Sense podcast. I appreciate you guys for tuning in. Today we're going to get right into it, right? I'm going right into trucking. I want to give some information about this industry, about this business, why I got started doing it, how did I come across it, and what is it doing for me now? So that's exactly what I'm going to get into today. This is an episode with me by myself, and I'm just going to be here today giving game on it right because a lot of people know me for in the past doing real estate and i get a lot of questions about like brian why why did you start going into trucking how did you come across trucking the the trucking industry and then once you start doing something you start noticing a lot of people that's in it so i'll get into that and i'm just um trucking this year has been a been a great uh great avenue for me right so it's been helping create passive income for me consistently so with this trucking business with the trucking industry there is so many ways to get involved within this business and it doesn't have to be you don't have to be a rocket science you don't have to be the smartest person in the world to get started in the business because with this business there's so many different avenues and so many lanes that you can take from 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 the trucking industry right so you can be a dispatcher you can be a broker you can be i'll get i'll get in a little bit more details into each one of those later on but you could be an investor you can be a driver you can be you you can be any of those and it doesn't matter what type of skill level you have what type of mind capacity you have you're able to get into this business and that's something that you don't see too often in industries where no matter where what level you want you're able to get started if you want to be a worker you could just simply be a worker you could just be um you could be a driver or you could work with someone that's um or you could work with someone that's uh that has a uh, that has a company where where you want to do dispatching or you want to do the broker the deals right so there's so many avenues with fitness right so my avenue that i took within the trucking industry is the um is the investor role right so i'm purchasing trucks me and my family and my friends and people that and and clients that i work with are purchasing trucks we're finding drivers to put in these trucks we're leasing these trucks onto uh third-party logistics companies and they're on the road this isn't a get rich quick type of deal right these trucks are creating passive income it's another stream of income right so with with the the avenue that i'm taking with leasing onto third-party logistics companies right i'll take it a step back so there a third-party logistics company is a company who already has their authority meaning they already have what is because with 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 trucks they're on the side of these trucks you'll see like numbers and uh and information company's logo on the side of it so for example if you see like a jb hunt truck or a um or walmart truck an 18 wheeler truck you're going to see these numbers as an mc and a dot number so i have companies that i lease onto that already have mc and dot numbers that i just lease those my trucks onto and they take care of the dispatch they take care of the trailer they uh they rent us a trailer so 
I'll take a, a, a couple steps back because I felt like I skipped a, a few things. So how I got started into the trucking business was really it, it wasn't it was it was by the grace of God, to be honest. It wasn't really anything I was intentionally looking for. I, I may have been intentionally looking for for something to create cash flow, consistent cash flow, because with doing real estate and rehabbing properties and depending on which level you are on in real estate, it can be very difficult if you don't have a consistent cash flow coming in. If you're dealing with a big rehab and something goes off a budget or it's over budget, it could really knock you out the game if you don't have the reserve set up or you don't have a consistent income a consistent cash flow and business coming in that can help you relieve that stress and relieve those funds with um with with having um a, a real a real estate business so it's like with doing a rehab i mean with when when you're doing a rehab and anything comes up that comes out of your pocket if you don't have a consistent cash flow coming in right so even if you have credit that money still has to go back so what happened was my father, he, my father came across a, a, one of his friends who was in the trucking business. He owned a truck and he had someone set it up for him where it's like, he doesn't have to do any work. All he's doing is seeing a uh, check come in every week. So my father at his job ran into one of his friends and, and told, and his friend told him about it. So from there, from there, my dad, it speaks my it piques my dad's interest, right? He talks to me about it, and then he tells he tells me a little bit more about it. We get in contact with the guy who uh who put his friend onto trucks, and we're like, let's do it, let's do it. So that so we 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 get in contract with that first guy, right? So he helps us get our first truck on the road, and from there, he helps us with our first truck on the road. He he basically does. The lease, the the lease deal with a, with a company, and I seen the process. I was working with him. He allowed me to see the process, and and I just took it upon myself. And like, I got this is the money that we can be making doing this. I gotta be able. I gotta try my hands in this. I gotta I gotta jump in. And I didn't take no time. I I purchased a few courses. I um seek mentorship from from people that's in the industry. I. I happen to come across a few people that that's in the industry that's been helping me. So once that happened, it started, I started being, becoming successful with that. Right. So I, I've got uh, one truck on the road. Then I had someone else that came to me that that's interested in getting trucks and I got their truck on the road. So once I see this is working, I have to strike while the iron's hot, meaning success loves speed. Right. So what you need to do is when something is working, you're not going to take your foot off the gas. You have to continue to go, whether you're ready for that next step or not. You have to continue to grow because that opportunity, you never know when that opportunity is going to pass you up. Right. I don't know when that opportunity or when trucking is going to change, when the industry is constantly changing. But I knew right now at that moment, it was my chance, my turn, my opportunity to take advantage of this. This was what God wanted me to do. I know it, it sounds kind of crazy, but this is how I felt about it. It was like, God put this in, in my, in my, um, in my life. So I could take advantage of this opportunity and, and, and share it with other people. So how I do it and what I do with these trucks, 
I literally start and work with my clients from point A to Z, right? From point A, meaning you don't have an LLC, you're interested in buying a truck, you're, you're, you want to be an investor within this business, to Z, your truck is on the road and you're receiving income passively. What passive income means is that you're doing, your money's wor literally working for you. <laughs> say that again. Your money is literally working for you, meaning that money that you invested into these trucks, that money that you put out to, to get a truck, after it's all said and done, on a weekly basis, your truck is making that weekly money. It could be it could be thousand dollars to fifteen hundred to two thousand dollars, right? With this a, a week. So with this type of trucking, okay, so the way we got these trucks set up, it's very, it could sound very simple, but at the same time, it, it once you once you um, get it going behind the scenes, it, it that's when the work comes in, right? It could it could seem very simple, but it's uh it, it takes some work, right? So the process is step one with getting a truck, right? Write this down. This is this is heavy game. Step one to get in the truck, you you either want to go through financing or you want to get cash, right? So the type of truck that you want to get, uh, our trucks that we have right now, we got a we got a Mac on on our fleet. We got a uh, we got some internationals. We got some international trucks, right? So, but but the recommendation for the trucks that I that I get a lot is Freightliners. Freightliners are are good trucks, are great trucks. Uh, one reason because they're like the um. They're easy to fix when the when the maintenance issue comes up. It's not the part is very accessible. They're uh they're easy to find. They're they're quicker to fix. Step one is finding the truck. So you want to find a solid uh a solid truck. You don't want to go older than like uh seven years old on the truck. You don't want to go older than that. We've been buying trucks from like uh 2016, 2017, 2018, right? Your <clears throat> your note. Your note on your truck, if you're doing financing, your note on your truck should be no greater than fifteen hundred dollars, right? If you if you're paying more than fifteen hundred dollars, that's that's a high note because one week one week of the truck being on the road should be able to take care of your payments, your expenses, right? So let's say your truck is um twelve hundred twelve hundred a month, right? So you got that. So step one, finding a truck. What you need to do to find the truck is reach out to these dealerships you want to find a truck that has less than 500,000 miles right less than 500,000 miles you know you want your note less than 500,000 miles and you want to be around like less than hopefully you can get a truck less than $50,000 and within those criterias right after you find the truck the next step with that truck would be getting in contact with a third-party leasing company third-party logistics company right what that third-party logistics company is it is that company that gets you your loads that 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 gets you the loads that gets you the bookings that that gets you your money right so these third-party logistics company when you lease your your truck onto them they're going to charge you a, a percentage they're going to charge you a percentage to be on their insurance they're going to charge you uh for for their trailer so it, it can be it can ranges i've seen some companies from 10 percent. i've seen some companies from um up to uh 20 so 
you can easily find those companies. You go online and, and just Google search it. Craigslist has a bunch of companies. So that is that is the second step. Find that third party logistics company. And since your truck is going to be registered and leased under that third party logistics company, you want to know what qualifications that they have for their drivers. Meaning you want to know what type of driver, what what are the criteria, what are the requirements that the driver needs to have to work with, with to to drive for for this company to third to to drive for this third party leasing company so once you have that that information once you create that relationship with that third party leasing company third party logistics company right so from there you want to find a driver find a driver that meets that criteria for that third party leasing company right so find that advertised so your advertisement for drivers will have those requirements that that company asks for right so a company may say all right we're not taking drivers less than 25 years old we're not um you need at least two years experience because the this they have these requirements because that insurance that that you're going to put your truck on has those same type of requirements so the the requirements are really based off of the insurance and what that company what that company wants so after you find your driver you set up that you have to um in this whole process right in this whole entire process it's not like it's step one two three right everything is moving at the same time you need to find the third party logistics company the the driver you need to do all of that the financing for the truck it all kind of happens simultaneously so in that part right there that's where it could get hectic for someone putting uh getting trucks on the board because if you're doing all of this work, interviewing drivers, uh, interviewing third-party logistics company, trying to see if that makes sense, uh, working with financing companies to get trucks to, to get the financing done for you, just with all that at the same time. And after you purchase a truck, while you're purchasing a truck in the middle of that, you have to do the registration. So in order to get your registration, you need uh, you need a few proofs of, of identification not identification it's a proof of residency for your LLC you need a lease agreement from that comp from that third party logistics company you need insurance you need um you need your highway tax form let me see if I could pull this up real quick and I'll give you guys exactly what it is instead of going off the top of my head uh hold on hold on I just did um I just did one I just did a registration like earlier this week. So you're going to need your EIN. You're going to need your articles of incorporation. You're going to need uh proof. You're going to need at least two proof of residencies for your business. Right. So that's a utility bill. You're going to need the title of the of the truck that's being registered. You're going to need a lease agreement. You get that lease agreement from that third party logistics company. And from there, you're going to need some insurance. You're going to need a 2290 form. And that's everything that you would need to get that registration for your truck. So. So after so all of those pieces are moving at the same time, so it could get if you're working on more than one truck, it could get a bit hectic and it could get it could get um, overwhelming because you have so many moving pieces at once. Right. So we're over we're close to 10 we're we're over 10 trucks now we have a few trucks now hitting the road that we're managing and 
I manage these trucks and I put I make them completely passive for my owners, for the people who own these trucks, because I'm responsible. I'm I take that responsibility and and working with the drivers on the day to day. You know, none of my owners have to none of my clients, none of my owners have to worry about the driver calling them at two, three o'clock in the morning, talking to them about a breakout, about a breakdown or, or where we got to get this this truck to so <clears throat> i do that i do that for um i do that for my clients and i and i take that responsibility to to have that going forward so that's that's how the trucking business goes so the other ways to get involved in trucking that's just how i do it right i'm i take the investor standpoint of it where as you can see the the one company that we're leased on onto they get a percentage of the load. The driver, I pay my drivers a percentage of the load. And we got to take out fuel. We got to take out any other expenses for that week, whether it be toll, whether it be um, breakdown, any maintenance or something like that. We take that out. And then after everyone gets that cut, that's when uh, that's when you would see a cut. So we've been averaging around decent numbers per week, uh, close to four or five figures a week. Uh, with with the truck so it's been working out greatly uh, on a week-to-week basis and with these trucks once you have one one is good right one is good to get your feet wet to get started but you always want to scale up why because if one truck is in the shop not making you any money that's that's it so you want you want to get two three trucks because once you have three once you have more than one if if any of those are in the shop, it's not like you're losing out on money, right? You 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 still have that passive income coming in from the other trucks that's on the road while that other truck is in the shop. Because these trucks, it's not about if they're gonna get into the shop. It's not about if you're gonna put money out for maintenance. It's more so about when. So you want to be prepared. I talk to everyone that I talk to about trucking. I let them know that you need to have a reserved put aside for for that for maintenance issues for anything that's going on like that so it's that that is a very very important key to it i've heard horror stories about situations where owners of trucks didn't have the uh didn't have the funds to get the truck out of the maintenance and what happens is they didn't have the money to pay for the maintenance and what happens is that driver quits because that driver isn't making money that comp that you need you need to take care of your drivers. I'm very very huge on taking care of my drivers and making sure that these trucks aren't sitting in the shop that that long. They I want them in and out. I don't want them sitting for a week, two weeks. We have we had that happen. It was just um, it's difficult. It's a it's a difficult time that you got to deal with because you're dealing with this the the driver. You don't know if he's gonna stay because even if you're paying him for a maintenance pay, meaning the time that he's that he that the truck is in the shop even if you're paying them that it doesn't compare to the amount that they can get from from traveling and going over the road getting a load for for five thousand dollars four thousand dollars getting one load for that amount and getting 25 percent of that so it doesn't it doesn't really compare to that but what you want to do within uh within the other aspects of trucking i gave you guys how i do my trucking business right there's other ways where you can purchase a truck you don't have to lease under uh, another company. You could get your own 
DOT MC number run and run that yourself and find a uh, a broker a broker company that's going to get you these loads there's so many different ways to to get started within trucking or to 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 get within trucking i'm not too sure about all the ways of get like getting your mc number i know it's, it takes some type of insurance to take it just takes a little bit more work to get your own mc number and dot number so you can run under your own business under your own company under your own authority so i'll be i'll be crossing into that lane in a little bit but not at the moment but i know that's another way that you can do it i know with, with simply with just purchasing trailers that's another way you can create income with uh with trucking because these trailers is like the real estate within 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 the trucking industry because these trailers they last long and as long as it, it, it stays maintained where you're keeping up with the tires if it's a you yeah that's like that's like your real estate right there because you can rent out your trailers to companies you can rent your trailers out to companies i had i know uh a friend within this industry who who purchased 10 trucks and rented them out all out to Amazon. Amazon reached out to him about the trailers. So it's like, there's so many different ways that you can create income within this trucking industry. So if um anyone is looking to get involved within trucking or anything like that, or looking to, to touch base with me, hit me up at a uh, better business, Brian on Instagram. Right. I have a link in my bio to schedule a one on one overview of trucking. So um, I'll break down a little bit more details within my business and, and my numbers on how I set up my clients with trucks. But that's pretty much it, man. That's why I got into the trucking industry is because I seen the opportunity. The opportunity came, just landed on my lap and it and it and it it's it it's been successful and with with it being successful i'm just going to keep attacking at it i'm gonna keep attacking at it because like like i said earlier success success loves speed and you don't know when these opportunities will ever pass up so you got to take advantage of these opportunity during the lifetime of the opportunity right you got to take advantage of these opportunities during the lifetime of the opportunity and you can't predict when these opportunities are going to pass up so that's all i gotta say thanks again for checking out the does that make sense podcast i appreciate you guys catch up on the next episode check out all right guys thanks it makes sense 100 percent, and everybody knows that podcast you don't need somebody's attention just to get it what the heck? Are you recording that?